1: Welcome to this bonus episode of Yeah, that's probably an ad. I'm Coim, and we have a special conversation with Fernando Machado, the global CMO of Burger King. This is interesting. Um, you're in a room that's called Chicken Nuggets.
0: <laughs> there was someone on Chicken Nuggets, so I just crashed in another one here.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so, how are things?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a bit it's a bit crazy times now with uh with coronavirus and uh, like I, I'm usually travel, I I usually travel a lot and I should be in Dubai this week, I should be in South Africa next week and everything is cancelled. So I is pretty up in the air uh and it's like it's just like a bit of chaos at the moment with uh with coronavirus and with everything that's happening. other than that, it's like
1: Good. Um, so, you know, personally, on a professional level, you're affected. Um, are you worried about, you know, kind of people being out and about, and that affecting um, people going into stores and and um, eating out?
0: I think I think it it will definitely like affect people's behavior in general. You know, uh, we are probably not the most affected industry, but I imagine mm-hmm. that like travel industry like airlines the cruise ships like they are they are having a tough time uh i would assume that in in countries where uh that have been more affected than in the us uh people are probably like trying to stay more at home so i imagine that some industries will benefit from that some will like um not do so well i mean i just hope that this thing uh goes away you know so that people can go back to their lives and, and not be affected by a by, uh, problem.
1: Yeah. What kind of conversations are you having, um, you know, that you can divulge in terms of uh, beyond travel? I mean, how are you guys kind of, you know, looking? Are you waiting and seeing for certain things? Uh, is anything, like, changing?
0: Yeah, well, Like I think we are monitoring, like, uh, how the situation is evolving in our key markets, uh, we are looking into, uh, like, uh, like for instance, China. Like, what what did they do uh, in terms of like um, operations and like and uh, helping like uh, supply the demand uh, when the when they had the when the problem got at its peak there. Now it's I think it's a little bit better already. Um, so we're just trying to learn from the countries that already have gone through this. Um, and, and monitoring to see how the situation evolves in the US and some other markets
1: yeah have you been speaking to other CMOs about coronavirus
0: not I mean I've been speaking a lot with the with the head of marketing from uh, from the counties that are part of our system not as much with uh, people from other companies mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well I want to congratulate you because um, <laughs> once again you have an award and you're highlighted in our our CMO, um, issue, you've been our grand brand genius. Um, does it? F- it must feel good every time that you're recognized. I,
0: I think it's like uh, it is super flattering, and I mean, I'm a big fan of the work that you guys do. So uh, it's even more special uh, when recognition comes from uh, from you guys. I think it's a. Te- I mean, the fact that we've been doing good work for like uh, for a couple of years now in a row. Uh, it's kind of like a testament to the quality of the, the marketing team that we have and, and the creative partners that, uh, uh, that we've managed to establish like, a strong relationship with. You know, many times you see brands like doing great work in one year, but then like it's, it's, it becomes harder and harder. And, and in our case, I mean, I, I, have, I always have that feeling, you know, like uh, we do so well, both in terms of like uh, creative recognition, but like uh, how the brand becomes stronger. Uh, and the business results. and then comes the, the following years, Like, oh my God, what do we do now? Uh, we need to like keep pushing. And 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 so far, so good. You know, like uh, even though the bar becomes higher and higher uh, every year, uh, we've been like uh, consistently doing uh, great creative work that drives results. And 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 when recognition comes, it's great. Um, and uh, and I, I, honestly, like I don't think we would be able to do this if we are not like working so close together. Uh, as a team here.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting because you bring up consistency, but you also bring up, like, a raised bar and, like, taking risks. So, like, how do you how do you foster that um, working closely together? And does that actually change, like, with, you know, coronavirus and whatnot?
0: I think, look, I mean, I think that uh, uh, it has been a journey here. Uh, I've been uh, with Restaurant Brands International for six years now. Uh, When I started, it was just Burger King. Now we are Restaurant Brands International because we also have Popeyes uh, and Tim Hortons. And and it was something that we've built over time. You know, like uh, the Burger King brand has always been like a a powerful brand and has like a heritage uh, of doing uh, great creative work. But six years ago, I mean, the work was not as great as it could be. Uh, And the company was probably like not ready uh, to, to do like truly groundbreaking work consistently. Uh, we didn't have the people in place, we didn't have the processes in place. We didn't have clarity on the, on the positioning of the brand. Uh, we didn't even have like the, the right creative partners in, in some cases. So um, we started small and started like uh, doing one thing, proving the results and doing the next thing and proving the results again. And, and making like the whole organization, organization become more comfortable. Uh, with the type of creative work that tends to work best for us, which is creative work that's a bit out there, that chal- challenges status quo, uh, that pushes the industry forward. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's the ambition that we have when it comes to creative. And then uh, and then over time, we had more people, kind of like more counties, like signing up uh, for 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 the vision that we are we're putting forward, uh, more counties, getting to a better understanding of what this brand is about and what great creative is. Uh, And and today I think that we are like a machine, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. at at some point we reached this tipping point uh, where we were like a a few people pushing for creativity to become like the majority of people, like believing that creativity can be a source of competitive advantage for the brand and and for the business. So like, just as an example, like in Cannes last year, we won 40 lions, 4-0, which is insane. Uh, And we did that with 15, uh, one, five different campaigns, you know, that came from all across the globe, you know, like our, our most powerful campaign of the recent past, I mean, has been Moji Whopper. uh, And it's an idea that was born um, between like Sweden, US, Romania. So um, it's, uh, it's like the the strength of like a a collective community, which I know is redundant, Mm -hmm. But like as a community of marketeers that we have, uh, that believe in creativity and believe this brand uh, has a certain way to go about things, and it's constantly pushing uh, to do to do it differently.
1: Yeah, it seems like you know if there's a collective creative community that um, you know everyone kind of shares the same ethos and is willing to to kind of take risks. Are there? Um, you know, we hear about the success of like the moldy whopper and whatnot. Are there some ideas that are like two out there or, um, that are left on the cutting room floor?
0: I think that if the idea is aligned with our strategic objectives, uh, which we spend a lot of time making sure like everyone understand, uh, what those are, uh, if the idea fits with our, uh, with our brand, uh, with our positioning, uh, if the idea fits with our values and personality, um, and i would say that those are kind of like the main filters you know what i'm saying like uh, uh if it's aligned with the strategy if it's aligned with the brand uh we we just go for it um we we never we never um we never not left an idea on the table uh when those um when those uh, uh conditions were fulfilled mm-hmm. so it's more, I mean, it's more using that as the filter than uh, than something that's like true out there. I mean, there is no such thing as true out there for us. I mean, uh, we mm-hmm. did Mark Whopper, we did Whopper The Tour, we did Mac Whopper, we did Burning Stores. We've been pushing that, we did Google Home of the Whopper. We've been pushing the boundaries of creativity to the limit. Uh, we push it as far, as, as far away as we can, uh, as long as it ties back to the strategy that we have and as long as it ties back to the positioning of the brand.
1: Yeah. I want to bring up something that, you know, David Greiner and I discussed, um, which is, you know, this idea of awards bait, right? Um, how do you feel about it when people use that term of like, oh, you're just doing it to get like 40 more canned lions? <laughs> um,
0: I think it's silly, you know, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't honestly, like I don't get hurt or... Uh, or upset based on what people say, mm-hmm.
1: you know. Like
0: uh, I think that my objective here is to make sure that this brand is getting stronger and stronger, and that we are driving um, uh, strong business results uh, in the in the in the process, right? I mean, it's a mix of short term and and, and long term. Uh, when we gain, when we get an award, it's flattering and it's great, especially for the agency. You know, we don't even have the awards in the office. Like uh, uh, we are happy because. We know that the more creative work we do, uh, the better we get at doing great creative work. So it, it's kind of like like uh, feeding like a, a, a virtual cycle. You know, like the more great creative we do, the more awards we get, the more we have great creative people wanting to work for the brand. Uh, and, and the more great creative people work for the brand, the more great creative work you do, which drives the business. Uh, because we believe that um, creativity can be a source of competitive advantage. I'm focused on that. Like, awards bait, like, I've heard, like, the podcast that you guys uh, had, and and I think that the answer that you have there is perfect. You know what I mean? Like, first, like, honestly, we don't need more awards. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, we won more than 100 Lions in the past, like, um, four or five years. You know, we won the Titanium Grand Prix twice uh, for Burger King. Uh, And personally, I won with Sketches, and then now uh, we've offered the tour last year. Uh, I think it's great and it's flattering when we get awards, but uh, like the main shareholder of this company is 3G Capital, is a private equity company. You no, know, um, we 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 care about the brand and the business. Uh, if by doing great work uh, we have a side effect of winning awards, that's great, but that's definitely not uh, the objective. Yeah. In the case of yeah. Moji Walker, like uh, we deploy the campaign. Uh, In the U.S., in Spain, in France, in Brazil, in Mexico, in Denmark, in Sweden. Like, uh, it perfectly fits our strategic objective of serving better food. And we are doing, like, an amazing work cleaning up uh, the products of artificial things. I mean, just like, I mean, we did the math here. We we removed around 4,800 tons of artificial ingredients from our products, like, every year you know it's massive it's like the equivalent of 38 statues of liberty so picture mm-hmm. that you know like i'm i'm proud of that and like uh, and i think that's like uh, the, the way we communicate that uh, was incredibly powerful like uh, the awareness around the fact that we remove artificial ingredients is 5x for people that uh, watched the campaign saw the campaign and for people who didn't you know the campaign has 50% more Awareness than than our last Super Bowl spot, so like it it was pretty impactful for people out there uh, and, yeah. and and triggered the desired result, and that's the objective. You know, like if he gets awards, that's great. We're going to celebrate that uh, as a team. But to be honest, I, I couldn't care less.
1: Yeah. So so you know, let's talk about numbers, and I guess was in fact the KPI for Moldy Whopper. The raising the awareness of what you what the company has done, and then how do you measure like the business? You know the the number of how many more people are um, going to be consuming and instead going to Burger King and getting a not moldy Whopper. Uh, what's like the lead length for that? Can you think? Bring me inside.
0: Yeah, sure. Like uh, so, first I think it's kind of funny when uh people from the ad industry start questioning sales uh but like uh because i see lots of things there that don't even drive uh, brand attributes nor sales mm-hmm. but sure like uh, uh and and i and i i thought it was like kind of like funny to see some of the criticism from people uh, on the campaign when people don't even have the data uh behind the <laughs> behind the campaign uh, the main objective of a campaign like Moji Whopper Uh, is to basically, like, um, uh, make sure that, one, people know about the work we are doing uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of cleaning up the ingredients. And second, uh, make people feel better about the food we serve. You know, like, uh, uh, many of the things that we do are short-term focused, you know, like, uh, they drive basically, like, short-term sales. Um, Fast food is a category that's very um, competitive, right? I mean, if you turn the TV on, you're going to see a promotion, from my competitors or from Burger King, we are promoting like all the time, it's like retail. And uh, and, and, and from my experience, like nothing beats a promotion or a product launch in terms of driving short-term sales. But as a CMO or as a marketing team, you need to go beyond that, right? I mean, uh, my role is to basically like drive short-term sales because I mean, if I don't sell, Uh, I I don't think any CMO will last more than six months if sales are not going the right direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, I need to make sure that this brand is is future ready, is future proof. You know, I need to be worrying about uh, what are the things I need to start doing now so that this brand uh, continues to grow and continues to get stronger five, 10 years from now. Uh, And when I think about what type of food people are going to consume five, 10 years from now, I, I don't see... Uh, food that's loaded with artificial ingredients. So we have to do that work, even if that work doesn't help me sell uh, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like uh, if I tell you like, hey, uh, Burger King removed artificial preservatives from, from the products, Like it's not like you're going to jump in your car and drive to Burger King to order a Whopper, right? I mean, uh, like usually people do that when the, the, the price is lower or when we have a buy one get one free, or when we have a new product, right? Okay. Or when we make people crave. So there are like uh, there are different objectives for different campaigns. In this case, it was drive awareness that we are cleaning up our products. And as I mentioned, like uh, this campaign got like fifty percent more awareness than uh, the eat like Andy campaign uh, that we did on Super Bowl last year. Uh, which was the most talked about Super Bowl campaign of last year. Uh, So it's a pretty high benchmark to beat, uh, and we did that at a fraction of the cost uh, because being at the Super Bowl is expensive. Uh, Then when I compare people who saw the campaign versus people who didn't see the campaign, uh, the awareness uh, that uh, we are cleaning up our products is basically like 5x, so it's 400% higher. Uh, uh, among people who saw the campaign. So it was pretty effective in getting noticed and communicating the message. Uh, the sentiment around the campaign is 88% positive neutral. There is a lot of neutral sentiment because um, uh, people tend to retweet headlines and we, con- we consider that neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and in, 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 like I could go on and on, like uh, perception uh, of, um, uh, of quality of the food for the brand, grew more than 20%. uh, Consideration to visit Burger King grew more than 20%. So so even though it was not necessarily the objective uh, to drive short-term sales, the consideration to visit was high uh, because lots of people saw the campaign, noticed the campaign, understood the message, took the message as positive, and, uh, and it helped shape the way they see the brand. Uh, right. So this one to me like literally like checks every single box. Uh, and that's why we were so excited uh, when the campaign broke and as we were starting to get the data. Uh, and by the way, like all the data that I'm talking to you about comes from quantitative research with more than 2000 people in the U S mm-hmm. so it's not like a small focus group. Uh, like uh, we are, we, are, we treat data and results very seriously here and, uh, and, and, and Mody Whopper was like, literally like a home run for, for, for the brand.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, grew up eating a lot of fast food. um, And I guess, you know, how I see it is like, okay, then if I go into my food court, um, you know, maybe it's like, would I consider, you know, the Burger King versus, versus another hamburger somewhere else. And um, I don't know, I'm a very visual person too. So I, I totally get that. Um, I also want to get kind of more into, you know, there are so many things, even just from talking to you versus reading about you that I pick up on um, in terms of, you know, being mindful of the criticism, um, but also like uh, how you view competitors. Like um, does a lot of your personality and natural kind of tendencies come in to your, your role as CMO, or are there certain things that you've had to really learn and embrace?
0: Um, I think, look, um, on, the, on the criticism part, I think that uh, today, if you do something that is relevant and, and that something stands out, you'll be criticized. You know, mm-hmm. so getting criticized by some is a byproduct of doing something good. You know, like if you're doing something that's not relevant, most likely you're not going to get criticism because no one uh, will notice, right? I mean, I think that today, if you if you do something and gets noticed, like hopefully the majority of people will like, but there will always be uh, some people who will uh, dislike. I think that when I think about like w- what I've learned and, um, uh, and what I bring to the table, that's kind of like a, a bit of a reflection of my own personality. I mean, I, I was always like a guy that had like a, a duality between uh, the numbers and the art. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was a mechanical engineer in college. Like uh, that's what I'd studied back in Brazil. Um, but I always loved drawing, photography, music, art in general. Um, so on uh, the work that I do, uh, I like it's not just like the the art side, you know, like uh, uh, we we do drive results, you know, like and we have very clear metrics and strategic objectives and all that. Uh, And it's a responsible work that has a PL and l behind. Um, Again, like if that were not the case, I wouldn't be here for for six years. Um, So that's kind of like the type of person I am, you know, like uh, I can navigate both the numbers and the art very easily, which I think is like necessary if you want to do great marketing. Uh, I remember when I was at Unilever, we used to say a lot that marketing is magic and logic. Uh, Mm -hmm. I believe on that. Uh, I think that when it comes to creative, like I always always like creativity and I always like the industry, our industry. So uh, no no one is born like knowing what great creative on advertising is, um, I think it's something that you develop over time. And and maybe because I liked it so much, I spent like a disproportionate amount of time uh, talking to people, uh, learning from uh, from award shows, uh, learning from people who were very, very uh, um, uh, strong in terms of creative and at the same time. Uh, very generous with their time uh, because they invested on coaching me and, and showing me stuff and talking to me and discussing briefs and discussing what Great Creative is and explaining uh, the importance of craft and all that. So I, I grew up in Unilever and then uh, at Burger King Restaurant Brands, like uh, living and briefing that, you know, like uh, uh, because I like and because I believe that that helped us achieve better results. So... I think that's kind of like uh, what I what I try to bring, you know, like always an eye for the science and, and the art, uh, mm-hmm. and always like a, a desire to uh, learn from this industry and, 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 and an ambition to push the industry forward, you know, like some of the work that we did, like Modi uh, or what the tour or Mac Whopper or even like Real Beauty sketches from the time when I was at Unilever. I think it's work that moves the industry forward, you know, like uh, at least that's the feedback uh, we get. And, and and that's very encouraging uh, and exciting at the same time.
1: Yeah. Wonderful. Um, two last quick questions. Um, how often do you go inside one of your brand properties or you mean, have like you mean a restaurant? Partner? Yeah.
0: I think I go like every week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I, I think like I go every week to check the place, like, so first of all, like, I don't know if you know, but like, we work like at least five days per year in the restaurant. Uh, and <laughs> we work like um, preparing sandwiches, cleaning um, on the drive-thru or, or as a cashier, uh, or like chopping the tomatoes. And, you know, like we do like all positions like uh, of the restaurant. And I, I find it, first, I find that very therapeutic, because like yes. I cannot think of anything when I'm doing that. I need to concentrate. <laughs> really, I'm not joking. Um, and uh, and second, uh, I think I think it it grounds us in reality. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, and I need I I have the opportunity to talk to my consumer, to talk to my guest, uh, to to understand what he or she or that family thinks about a product or how they interact with the space and with the brand. Uh, so I, I I love doing that, you know. Like uh, as I as I said, like look, I mean I I love our industry. Like when I used to work for Unilever, I used to spend hours and hours in the supermarket. Uh, I was one of those annoying people that goes to to Target and spends hours, you know, because I check every single product that I have ever worked with. Um, and with PK is the same, or Popeyes or Tim Hortons, you know, it's just it's just fun to have like the real world experience. I think yeah. that as, as we as technology starts to uh, impact our industry, I also invest time uh, um, playing uh, with the brand in new channels, right? So for instance, like once a week I order delivery, uh, either from Burger King or Popeyes uh, uh, here in Miami to see how the service is doing, like uh, how easy or difficult it is to do on the app, like uh, how long it takes, uh, whether people are friendly, uh, if the food arrives warm or cold, uh, what was the quality, did the order come right, you know? So, um, like, I think that we all here, we live uh, the space. Uh, we visit the restaurants. We spend a lot of time online seeing what people are talking about the brand. I think you need to have that level of commitment, and uh, in, in our case, a bit of ketchup running on your on your on ranks. Your uh, because that's needed, right? I mean, else you become very detached from the from reality.
1: Right, right. Yeah, no, I love that. And uh, the curiosity of, you know, I like to, you know, step into like, oh, what does this look like in another country? Yeah. Um, and, and what are the values here? And how does it taste different? And what are the words that they use? Um, so that's very cool. The last question is, do you think CAN should be canceled at this point?
0: Uh, I think maybe it's still a bit early. Uh, yeah. On that one. You know, if, I mean, who know who, who? I mean, I'm I know the guys from Cannes, and uh, I think that they are great and they're super responsible. And I can only imagine um, how complex the situation is uh, and all the logistics involved, right? I mean, because not just the festival is the hotels; it's like is the beach, is the boats; it's like everything. So I think that they do need a lead time uh, uh, ahead of the festival to make a call. Um, if I were uh, Simon or one of the guys there, I would probably like wait a little bit, you know. Like some of the decisions on one show, and the Awards are being made now, uh, and those festivals are like a month, two months uh, earlier than Cannes. So I would right. wait a couple of weeks more. I mean, maybe it's just my Brazilian optimistic bias, uh, <laughs> that's like a, a hopeful that things are going to get better. Uh, they they always do, uh, at least that's how I tend to see the world. Um, so I would wait a little bit before uh, putting the trigger on either making it happen or canceling. But, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever they do, I trust those guys to uh, to do like a, a wonderful job organizing the festival.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much for your time. It's such a pleasure to to chat with you.
0: No, it's my pleasure. And like, look, I mean, thanks again for, uh, for all the support that you guys uh, always give uh, to our brand and, and to our work. Like uh, we like, Honestly, like uh, we are fighting a good fight for creativity here. You know, mm. uh, we believe that creativity uh, is is essential uh, in in the industry, and, and and we believe that we drive better results uh, when we are creative. So we will keep fighting that fight, um, and uh, and you'll see more, hopefully, more cool things coming from Burger King, from Popeyes, and from Tim Hortons in the in the near future.
1: Yeah, we'll be watching.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> And thanks again to Fernando. We'd love if you could subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. You can also send us a note at podcasts at adweek.com. Thank you so much for listening.